Welcome to Stories in the Dark, a podcast about strange and creepy things. Come listen to the dark. Hello, everyone. For this week's episode, we have The House That Demons Built. Just a reminder, if you're enjoying our podcast, you can support us on Patreon or simply by clicking five stars on the podcast app of your choice and also leaving us a review for extra good karma. I can't tell anyone what I saw yesterday. Ever since they took my mother away for doing what the women in my family have always done, I've known to keep my mouth shut about the things I see. The lurkers and the wraiths and the crows in my window, waiting to talk to me after the sun goes down. If I tell anyone, they'll take me away too. Before my mama left, she looked at me with her brown eyes circled in blue and she told me to promise to pretend. This was the day before they came for her, and she made me promise, promise till my fingers bled, that I would pretend like I didn't take after her, pretend to be normal. I don't have anyone to talk to. I don't know if any of what I'm seeing is real or just in my head. But when daddy asks if I see little friends like mommy did, I say no and I play with my doll who definitely doesn't talk to me at night. And I pretend just like mommy told me to. And so yesterday when the summer bugs were singing their song in the trees and the heat beat down till your head hurt and the light was the wrong color and made you want to close your eyes and the clothes on your back stuck to you like honey when it drips on your hair. When I saw the cart pull up down the road, the cart with no driver, I kept blinking and rubbing my eyes. The sun was so bright, I didn't know what I was seeing, if anything out there in all the glare was real. They'd started building a new house down there, and everything was mud and holes from them digging up the ground, digging and digging till I wondered how big that house would be. What else could they be building? The cart was strange, filled with darkness and with nothing pulling it. There was something in the cart though, under a blanket, and it started to move and stand on four legs. My eyes said donkey, but my heart knew it wasn't a donkey, and it wanted to go hide. My mama always told me, the heart is wiser than we know. The sun beat down on the cart, and I imagine it must be hot in there, burning up, and the thing was reflecting light like old, dirty bronze. It stood up some more until it was on two legs, and I realized it wasn't a donkey at all. It was a man, dirty and weathered by the sun, wearing only some old cut-off pants just as dirty as he was. He was all one color all over, not like people are. His hair, his skin, his eyes and lips, 
all one color, not showing any whites of the eyes or anything. Just all dirty old bronze. He looked wrong, standing, moving, like his arms bent the wrong way or like he didn't know how to stand like people do. The blanket moved some more and I saw he wasn't alone in that cart. He had something in there with him, there in the darkness under the glaring, blaring sun. It tried to lift itself. It drew back its lips, back and back, exposing its teeth and stretching back until I could see the skull under its lips. I started shaking then, seeing all this wrongness down there in that cart, down the road, too close to my house, too close to me. The man-shaped thing in the cart bent over the animal, and I realized it was some kind of cow, some kind of wrong cow, just like he wasn't really a real man. And there was another cow next to it, and they didn't want to be in there with him, but they couldn't get away. He bent over and he just bit into that cow, and I could hear it screaming, screaming. So I put my hand over my ears and sank down on the floor and sang to myself, just like my mama used to sing to me. I sang about the light and tried not to think about how wrong the sun looked, how wrong that man and that cow and that cart all were. I sang until it stopped and then I sang some more, rocking myself like my mama would do if she were there. We had dinner at the big table that night, my daddy and my brothers and my daddy's friends, drinking and laughing and patting me on the head. Nobody mentioned the strange cart or hearing any screaming. Maybe they were pretending too. Maybe we all see the dark things and hear the screaming in the daytime and we all just pretend like we don't. All I know is no one said a thing about it, but I could still hear it echoing and rattling around in my head. The sound of screaming and crunching and the weird strange light all wrong like it was coming from a different place. They built the house down the road and it sure was bigger than any other house around here. Bigger even than my daddy's house all big windows and porch and columns, like that house was gonna take over the neighborhood. I don't know how long it takes to build a house, but that house sure went up quick, just a few months. I heard daddy tell my brothers that the new neighbors would do just about anything to get that house up before the rains came. Just about anything. The rains gave us our lazy, drooping trees and sultry nights in the green creeks by our house. Everything lush and hot and dripping. We loved the rains. They washed our sins down the river and brought strange new things into town. The rains shut down work and shut us inside while the world outside burst into life every living thing around us calling and mating and singing and rubbing 
until you just wanted to fucking die to shut it up. My mama and I knew, we knew, strange things walked when the rains came. So they got that house built before the rains came, because those neighbors needed a place to be when the things we don't talk about start walking. The neighbors moved in, and they had a little boy, a boy about my age. I wanted to tell him to watch out for the donkey man and the half-dead cows, but I was still busy pretending, pretending so hard like my mama told me, pretending until one day I forgot I was pretending and I just was, like everyone else. I just existed. The years passed and things stopped talking to me. That little boy and I grew up going to the same schools and driving our parents to distraction. Although my daddy was just happy I wasn't turning out like my mama. I wasn't witching. I wasn't magic. I was just normal. No crows. No wraiths, just dancing with boys under the light of the moon and only doing the kind of witching that every young woman knows how to do. Till one night, when I was about 16 or so, and I was at that boy's house down the road. That house was so big, so very big. His mama, who looked at me with her all blue eyes, looked at me like I was dirty or about to bite she didn't much like me at all. His mama took her iced tea upstairs with her, her husband following behind her, and she looked at me over her shoulder, and her blue, blue eyes told me that no matter how much I pretended, she knew what I was, and I would never be good enough for her boy. I didn't like her one bit. So I let that boy sneak some sweet alcohol into my tea, and we both pretended like I didn't know, and we danced downstairs in his finished basement with the record player playing some sweet music, and I danced and laughed and tried to forget about how I didn't have a mama anymore, and his looked at me like I was less than a bug, while her son looked at me like I was magic. And oh, how I wanted to feel like magic again. And so we danced and danced down in his basement. We danced until the light looked strange, reflecting off everything. We danced until his pale skin started to look bronze in the dim light. The music started to change too. It wasn't beautiful anymore. It had started to sound like screaming. But maybe the booze was just going to my head. They had a couch down there in that fancy basement and I dropped into it, still laughing, although the laughing was starting to feel like pretending again. I fell on the couch laughing and fanning my face and I closed my eyes, trying to get the room to stop dancing around me. Everything was moving. The boy fell on me, kissing my neck, reaching for my top. I was sweaty from dancing and I pushed him away from me. Everything was too hot and even though it was late fall, I could hear the summer bugs screaming in the trees. There were no windows down there. There were no windows, but the light looked wrong and felt hot 
and everything started to turn a dirty bronze color. A dirty bronze that looked familiar. A dirty bronze that reminded me of a hot summer day when I saw something so wrong I tried not to see anything strange ever again. I pushed the boy away from me and in the strange half-light his face changed like a donkey and then back like a boy and then like a man who was bronze all over. He grinned and his lips stretched back from his teeth, back and back, till it was like I could see the bones of his skull around his mouth, the cords of his neck popping out as he reached for me again with his teeth snapping at me. I scrambled back, back over the edge of the couch, and his face kept changing, boy to donkey to man again, and his eyes were mad as he slowly came after me. I could feel the ground moving under my feet, the ground where they dug out all that dirt, the ground where they'd set the foundation and called in someone special to bless and curse this house. These people who would do almost anything to get this house built all those years ago, before the rains came. It was raining outside now. I could feel the rain calling to me as the floor of the basement churned until the carpet was gone and the mud was coming up through the bottom of the house and the donkey man shifted dirty and bronze and came after me, all one color, not looking much like a person anymore. Mama, I whispered. Mama, do I have to pretend anymore? She didn't answer me. I didn't know what was worse, looking at the donkey man or looking away. I felt around, trying to find something to use as a weapon. They'd stored all their summer things in the basement, but old towels and bathing suits weren't going to help me much. I finally felt an oar and grabbed it, an oar the boy and I had used to paddle around the river last summer. Mama, I called. Mama. Do I have to pretend anymore? No, baby, she called back. Let it go, baby. Just let go. The strange man opened his mouth, showing me his teeth, big and dirty. He flickered and the boy was back, flickered again, reaching for me with arms that didn't end in hands. I swiped at him weakly with my oar and the record player screamed in the corner screamed like the cow he'd eaten alive in front of me when I was just a little girl. I wanted to cry then. My head hurt. My eyes hurt. The light was wrong and everything was screaming and everything just felt wrong all over. Let it go, baby, my mama said. Her eyes brown circled with blue. Eyes like mine. And so I let go. I let it all go. And I stopped pretending. And soon the donkey man was screaming, not me, not me. I stayed in that basement till I was done, till that horrible man was just bits of flesh and teeth laying on the ground, till that oar was dented and broken in my hands till all that alcohol the boy had given me was sweated out of me like blood, 
and I thought about that boy's mama upstairs treating me like I was trash just because everyone knew my mama was a witch when all along it was these people who would brought this thing into my town making their foolish sacrifice for this monstrous house. So I finished off that thing in the basement and I don't know if he was real or if there was ever a boy or if both of them died down there that day. I stripped off that filthy dress and left it in the basement and I called the rain. I called the rain outside and the things that walk in the rain and I called the river to wash it all away. I walked upstairs, naked and covered in blood, leaving sticky red footprints behind me on the carpeted stairs and the marble floor of the foyer in that cold white house. And I threw open the front doors and I let the rain come in. The rain washed me clean when I stepped out of that house. The rain was coming up the big old porch and into the cold house, driving the summer bugs and all the creatures from the earth and the river and the swamp. I left the doors wide open and I let the things that walk in the rain go up into that house. I let them do what they do. They would take care of that hateful blue-eyed woman upstairs. I'd show her what a real witch could do, now that I'm not pretending anymore. Come on, Mama, I called, and she came and took my hand, and we walked together through the rain. Let's go home. And we did.